Welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, team culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence. Because you and your people, you're worth it. Today, I'm so excited to deep dive into something I have been asked about over and over again with companies that I've worked with and executive coaching clients, and that is dealing with clarity in their workspace. And of course, when I say workspace, this cross applies to all kinds of spaces, your home space, your classroom space, the boardroom space, the, the place you volunteer, the organizations that you're a part of. Clarity and confusion are two really important words that today when we deep dive into how communication and connection can help create clarity, I hope you feel empowered in your ability to overcome some confusion pieces. I want to start with a story um, just to kind of give us some perspective. I worked with uh, a sweet lady once who, man, she had her job down, but then there were some leadership changes. And leadership changes meant there were some changes in the workspace. And that's normal. I know we're sitting, you're sitting there listening, thinking, well, absolutely, that's how it works, especially if you're a leader. Uh, sometimes things just need to change and people have to be flexible. I completely understand that. But the sweet lady was given a piece of a job she'd never had to do before. She was not given the big ideas of the project. She did not completely understand all the duties of the project. Um, and, and she wasn't 100% sure how important her role was until people were frustrated. And of course, months and months of working through the growing pains, which are natural and normal, working through how to navigate all of the, the blocks that she was hitting. On the other side of walking through what had been thrown her way by leadership, she walked away from the job. She walked away because her confusion left her feeling stupid the majority of her days at work. Now, I want you to just think through what it feels like to be in a space that you're confused every day. When the majority of our time in a day is spent in the workspace, if you're coming to your job frustrated because you don't know what you're doing next, because you don't understand, how important your role is or how you can be helpful or what the end goals are for this project you've been thrown, that can lead to confusion that is just frustrating. She had spent too many days back to back frustrated. So in the end of the project meeting, she did give in her resignation and there was no turning back. There was no, I would like to change my mind. No, if you get me different help next year. Her frustrations were so overwhelming that she needed to leave that space. And I don't imagine any leader wanting that for their people. It was a natural occurrence in this really important space that just hit struggle that was not navigated with clarity. Now, that's just one little example. Right now, I want you to take a second and think about your life, your day, your job. Where is there a clarity versus confusion battle. 
And when you think about what does that mean, confusion, what does confusion even mean? What are, what are some things that you're confused about in your day-to-day? When is the time you were confused at work, confused with the project, confused with the relationship? Where did that confusion root from? And what would clarity have looked like? And I can tell you, I've done some evaluations with some companies that I have worked with, and I, I pulled many groups and I asked them to just give me words that they associated with confusion. And the feedback that I got was, confusion makes me feel frustrated, not supported, like I'm not included, like there's a lack of honesty in the workspace, like I'm just being left out, like I'm unimportant, desperate, frustrated with lack of communication, lost in the overall vision. These are just some of the words that were thrown out in the word bubbles uh, that we shared with what does it feel like to be confused? And I'm asking you to think through what does it feel like to be confused? It's so easy to get wrapped up in all of the many plates that we end up juggling. It's, it's never probably intentional that you're sending someone into confusion. So if you're the person struggling with confusion, I'm hoping that this helps you. If you're someone that is battling confusion in your workspace, I hope this helps you because clarity brings confidence. And as you know, the people priority, we focus on communication, connection, and confidence. Those three words are not lost in this episode. Confidence links to clarity. So how can we build confidence? What can you do to help with confusion? And I'm going to give you these two big ticket ideas, communication and connection. Now, let's just talk for a second about connection. In the world of connecting through confusion, what could that look like? What are some key important takeaways that can help you navigate connecting in the middle of confusion? Because sometimes confusion is just inevitable. And sometimes it's not even your fault. So how do we connect through confusion? I'm going to break it down into three parts. The person, the perspective, and the validation. All right, go with me here. The person. Who are the people you are communicating with? I want you, if you're confused and you're frustrated, I want you to see the person, not the problem. And nine times out of 10, when we're working through confusion, it's really easy to get just focused on the frustration and the problem of it. And we can't work with the person that could create clarity for us. And if we focus on the problem more than the person, connecting with the person that could help us navigate clarity, unmuddy the waters of confusion, then we're going to build frustration, not only for ourselves, but for the person that we are frustrated with or think we're frustrated at. So really look at the person and not the problem. Don't make it, don't make it like this person must be making this problem and therefore I'm frustrated at this person. But look at this person. This person is my leader and the problem is this. So let's just connect with this person and find here it is, the next one, perspective. So let's say the person is, uh, that connection, that person is part of our problem. Walking in their shoes and seeing some perspective can really help you know what next steps in a meeting you should take or how that conversation could be started. Or possibly just acknowledging their perspective could help you see 
a little bit of clarity in why your job is what it is or where you need to to focus on in order to help the confusion be less less of an issue. So the person and then their perspective. Now, the validation in this connection is the next piece, the, the next key piece. And that's making sure the person feels seen and heard. Now, if you're the person that is on the leadership side, this is a great way to connect in making sure your people feel seen and heard. But if you're coming to leadership with a struggle, making sure that their perspective is acknowledged and seen. Like, I understand that this is, what do you understand about the project? I understand that this is the end goal. I can see how that could be important to the space that we're in. But can can we walk through the how to get there together? It, it just helps open those communication pieces that we're going to talk about next uh, to be a little bit easier to connect. But the validation means don't be afraid to ask questions that validates what's next. Because that validation of here's what's happening, here's what I know, here's what I don't know that I need clarity on, of course, is going to help you connect, which is going to help you walk through the struggles of confusion before everyone's frustrated, before you feel unimportant, before you feel lost, like you don't know what the vision is. And a good way to start that conversation is, even if you're the leader asking, what would help most look like to you in this situation? So if there's confusion and, and your person comes to you and they're like, I don't even know how to fix this. I don't know what I'm doing. Being able to just sit with them and acknowledge the person, not the problem, see their perspective a little bit or ask some curious questions to help share their perspective and then give them validation in that conversation. And then asking the question, what would help you most in this situation? As a leader, that can help navigate that conversation. But as somebody going to your leader, you could even ask the question of what would success look like to you? What are some ways that you would like for me to attempt to reach those goals? Can we make that plan together? There's just some words to help you navigate those conversations. And I'm sharing them because I was specifically asked by a client once, I need words. I need the words to help navigate this conversation. So I'm trying to give you those words. Okay, so now we have communication. You've, we talked about connecting. Now I wanna talk about communication, the other big piece to creating clarity. And I wanna break that up into three points. The plan, the point, and the victory. Now, communication is key to a lot of things, but I would say, dang, if you don't have communication, of course you're going to not have clarity. If you don't have good communication, of course there's confusion. Connecting with your people can help with clarity, but communication is vital. So starting with the plan, if you're looking for an end goal, you're looking for, for your people to achieve a task with you, for you, has a plan of action been successfully mapped out? That is the very first question that we need to be asking. If you're just like, hey, I need this done. Okay. But in the case of my sweet client, there was no mapped out journey. She had no idea to get there. And she wasn't even 100% sure about what the end goal looked like. So what success looked like was not even necessarily mapped out to her. Now, if you're saying, 
I don't know what's mapped out or how to map it out because it's a brand new space and my people need to be flexible. Let me tell you, it is very impactful to communicate that also. Sit down and have the conversation of, hey, I don't know what success is going to completely look like, but you've got an idea, right? So, so at least start there. I don't know exactly how to get there, but here's what I do know. Let's work on it together. Be transparent and authentic. Communicate that I, I need this flexibility. What questions do you have? So at least you're giving your people the opportunity to ask questions and possibly help you create a plan. And if your people are a part of creating that plan, if they're communicating with you about the plan, well, now we're invested, right? Now we feel like when I have to pivot, I helped create the plan anyway. What are some creative ways that I can help pivot since I helped create the plan? I find it very hard to lose the argument that having authentic conversations with your team doesn't end up paying off in the end. You may want to seem like I'm overall leader. I got this. But remember, you're only going to get what you give. And if you want real, you have to give real. Because if you're the kind of leader that just sits there and makes demands and asks for, hey, I need this done because you're worried that your people won't respect you, please, please hear me say, you're going to get what you give. So what if, what if you showed authentically, hey guys, I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't have a really great plan. Can we work on this together? You're creating a team mentality. That's not wrong. You'll be seen stronger. Okay, I digress. All right, so the plan. Back to the plan. Has a plan of action been successfully mapped out? Question number one in the plan. Question number two to ask yourself is, have the pain points been explored? Because that is where confusion starts to seep in. Okay, here's our plan. Here's our end goal. Here are pieces I'm a little worried about. Here's the areas we don't understand. Maybe those are the areas that you have to be more flexible in. Or maybe those are the areas where you had struggles with the last person who worked on this project. Or maybe they're the areas that you're worried about because you don't know how they work since you're the lead, the leader and not the person on the floor doing the, the work in that space. And you need to ask some questions as a leader. How team building is that to have real conversations? But knowing what the pain points are can be very helpful in at least nipping some of the confusion in the bud. Okay. Number two is the point. Communicating the plan and now communicating the point. What is the point of the plan? Making sure, okay, we do have it mapped out, but I want to make sure you understand the point of this plan, the point of this project, how impactful it can be, what our why is. Have the reasons why been shared? Do your people understand why it's so important? why you're taking on this really tough project or this really tough client, what it could do for the company, what it could do for your team, how it can re-navigate the way your organization works or thinks or fundraises, I don't know, insert X here, right? But the point of the plan and the reasons why being shared not only creates clarity, but it creates this mentality of team. And if you're doing something great, you're probably not doing it alone. Who is on your team that could be confused? Rope them in, communicate with them, connect with them. Okay, so you've got the plan, the point. Now we're going to talk about the victory. 
does everyone have a complete understanding of what success is going to look like? So the end goal, if it is finished and we are great, here's what success looks like. Does everybody know what success is going to look like to you, to the needs of the organization, for the board, whoever it is that you're working with? What does victory look like? And does everyone have the same understanding of what that is? Having that conversation is really crucial because I might be on your team. And if we never talked about what success is going to look like, I might feel like we're super successful and you don't or vice versa. Maybe you think, oh man, we made made more headway on that project than I thought we would. And I am thinking on your team, I wasn't good enough. We didn't make it, which can be frustrating as well. So making sure your people understand what victory looks like, what success looks like, understanding what the goal is, and it's celebrating along the way. I know that I've talked about that on other episodes, but it's really important to celebrate progress and not just the victory in the end. So I'm going to back it up and I'm going to, in case you're the note taker type, the two perspectives of how you can help with confusion is connecting and communicating. Connect with the person, connect with the perspective, connect with validation, and then communicate the plan. Communicate the point. Communicate the victory, what success is going to look like. And it, the teacher in me has to point out that there's a PPV there in both of those. Okay, I know. Silly for me. In the world of communicating and connecting, I know that that can be difficult if you don't have time, if you don't make time. So I have to take just a second and, and share with you if you're sitting here thinking through a project and or a place in your space where there is confusion, you can't just send out an email and there be all kinds of clarity. To have communication and to have connection, it's probably not going to be in a one-way email. It's going to be really wise to get in front of your people. And of course, I'd rather do everything in person, but I know that that is not always uh, practical in the world that we live in today. So maybe it's on Zoom. Either way. It's the point is that you're giving the opportunity for genuine communication, which means you're also listening and you're, you're giving a space for people to ask questions. You're giving a space for people to create um, a safe place to share where they're frustrated, a, a place where they can ask, well, what would this look like to you? And how can I get here differently? Or here's the problems that I've already seen. That sharing, that communication is really vital. And an email coming down from leadership is not that. And the connecting piece is, is going to come because you are in person, because you are on Zoom looking at each other if you work remotely, but making sure that you take the time to connect. Now, it also goes without saying, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Communication is not just talking. It's listening too. So you have to ask yourself, am I giving enough opportunity for me to hear from my people, for me to understand their perspectives, understand their frustrations, to understand what they need so that we can reach our goals. Is the plan clear? Have, have they been able to share that back to me? That takes listening. Those communication and connection pieces, it means that you have to listen. Now, if you're on a big team, 
if you're one of the corporations that, that I've worked with, I get it that you can't get everyone in a room. I get it. Really, it's fine. But how, how do you navigate those conversations? Do you have a plan for that as well? Because I think it's really impactful that you have small group plans or some sort of reporting system that still gives everyone the opportunity to feel seen and heard. Uh, because remember, clarity creates confidence. And if you want to retain your people, if you want your, your people to be invested, if you want to be able to tackle really hard things, you got to be able to do it together and feel clear and not confused about what your job is. Because remember, that just creates a space that people don't want to come back to. Clarity is crazy important. Now, I love to... I love to kind of think about three takeaways. We've talked so much about communication and connection and clarity that I, I even reviewed. I feel pretty confident that you have the big key takeaways. But I want to tell you at the end of the story, that sweet client, she found a different space that she's in love with. She found a different space where she feels appreciated, she said. And I truly believe that her appreciation, her feelings of appreciation come from a space where she knows what her job is. Because I know she was also appreciated in her old space. But appreciation feels different when you're frustrated. You might not see it. You might not feel it. And even though we should never make decisions based on our feelings, because that's not real evidence, what does the evidence look like? And if the evidence is I'm having a million meetings about this and I still don't have good answers, that lack of communication, that lack of connecting with what she needed falls on leadership. It falls on the person she reports to. It falls on how do you want your people to invest? Do you want to retain them? Make sure you take the time. Take the time to have those conversations and to connect with where they are so that there is clarity. And if we're going to flip this for just a second to your home space, asking yourself, what does my friends, family, kids, is there clarity in all of those spaces? Is there frustration somewhere because of confusion? Because it's very likely that the things we've talked about today are going to cross apply. I hope they are helpful. I hope that talking through communication and connection and clarity gives you confidence to step forward differently. Because living in the world we live in today, there's a lot of confusion and we do not need, we don't need anything else. We don't need one more place to be confused. There's enough going on. You can barely even watch the news. But your challenge this week is to look for a space that maybe you are confused and looking for clarity and have a communication opportunity, a conversation, a connection space where you can walk through that clarity, walk through that confusion to create clarity. Another good challenge might be to think about your people. Is there an issue at work somewhere or on your team somewhere? Is it possible that confusion versus clarity is the reason that you have an issue? Is there an opportunity for a conversation there? That conversation very well could just be, hey, I've noticed. Is there anything I can do to help with this just to get a little more information about where there might be confusion or frustration. So have a hard conversation. Think about where you're confused. Think about where your people are confused. 
and step forward bravely because that makes you a good leader to be authentic and brave and willing to connect and willing to have good conversations. Okay, so of course, I could not leave you without a quote for the day. So our quote for today is from Nat Turner. Good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. I'm not the only one who thinks it. I hope you have a really incredible week and you feel a little more empowered after our time together today. See you next time. Thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hook me up with a five-star review wherever you're listening right now. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the People Priority Podcast. They don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. All right, I'll see you next week.